Your girlfriend has a back and it's better than ever. It's your girlfriend's back. Your girlfriend's back. Is that how it goes? No. We are back with a whole new episode. What, five months later? Ugh, I don't even know. Yeah, it's about five months, I'd say. Maybe more. We're back. We're better than ever. I'm talking in a hushed tone because Joel is sleeping on the other side of this wall and we have a very small house. So much to catch up on. So much. Want to go first with you? Oh my god, what do I even, like, my life is so different than last time we talked. I mean, yeah, same. last time we talked while recording. How sad would it be if last time we talked was the last time we recorded? That'd be sad. Yeah, the last time we recorded, Audrey and I's lives were very different. And then That's we really took different. a hiatus. For those who are just joining us at this episode, we have taken a long hiatus since our previous episodes. It's been like five or six months. I can't even tell you how long it's been. I don't remember. Um, I think it's been five months. Okay, five months. And we took a hiatus because of multiple things. I was... Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Wait, you didn't know I had this? No. Okay, what? Audrey has a one-eyed... Dad got for my birthday. What? Oh my god, I love it. Audrey has a one-eye open mug. It's our logo on it, and it looks great. Wait, I love that. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, we ended the we kind of took a big pause because of many things. I was kind of drowning in work and I was kind of stressed out and I didn't want like this podcast to be something that added stress to my life. I wanted it to be like this really fun awesome thing. And so that was a big reason. And also just a lot of things were happening in our personal lives and I'm sure we'll get to some of those things in our little catch up, but so now we are back October, 2020. The world is even worse than it was when we left. Not surprising. And, um, Audrey, what has happened to you in the past five months? Five months. Okay. Wow. World whirlwind. So, um, I left my job at Marriott. I guess that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they literally paid me to leave, so I took that opportunity as soon as the <laughs> government checks ran out. Um, and I got a new job that I'm going to every I go into the office every day. Wow. Um so Yep. So I got a new job. I moved into a new apartment with my roommate from college. I broke up with my boyfriend. I'm a single really gal. Single. She's ready to mingle, perhaps with just other friends because she's working on herself yeah i don't so basically i uh i pretty much haven't been single since like i was a sophomore in high school i've never been not attached to anyone so i'm excited as a 23 year old to do that (laughs) for the first time (laughs) love it so it's good things all good things all good things um but yeah that's like in a nutshell it's pretty much i mean I'm very, I'm very much in a good place mentally. I'm in like probably the best place of my life, happiness-wise. 
It's just like the weight of the world is kind of like falling on my shoulders, it seems so. Yeah, I'm 2020, am I right? (laughs) Yeah, like that's just like everybody right now. So I feel like that's my biggest stress is something that affects everybody on earth. So I feel like that's okay. That's a good base. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good base. That's a good starter anxiety pack. Yeah, like the only thing I'm anxious about is like the world turning into flames. Like, I guess I'm okay. Literally. Yeah. Um, individually, I'm okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's good. That's it. Love it. So many changes. It's like, they're not just, um, small changes. It's like a oh. lot of big life changes. Oh, yeah. I said them quickly, but it definitely doesn't mean that they weren't drastically important to my life. Um, yeah. In a crazy way. But I guess that's like... I don't want to go too much into anything because I would take forever, but yeah. But basically, yeah, I'm in a totally new world right now and loving it. Love it. Ready for Love this Love that podcast. you're loving it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. My turn. What has happened? I, too, have changed my home address. Mm-hmm. So both Audrey and I have moved in the past five months. Um, mm-hmm. I moved pretty close by into a tiny home with my yeah. partner Joel and um it's just this adorable little cabin at the end of a cul-de-sac in the middle of the beautiful um north country of New Hampshire it's really small which is why I'm talking kind of whispered because um there's two rooms the bedroom and then the other space which is all <laughs> the kitchen the living room um everything so i'm in the common space and joel is in the bedroom sleeping he's playing parks and rec right now on his phone i don't know wait how where is it oh he's watching it on his phone yeah but where it's not on hulu and it's not on netflix anymore uh it's still on netflix no it's not that's where he's watching it wait sorry sorry if you heard that horn um i live in a city now um but no, it's not on. It's not on Netflix. Oh well, we also have Peacock. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so maybe he got the app. Okay. R.I.P. Well, so we moved to a new home. Cute little tiny home. Cute little cab. Stripper cabin. <laughs> what else happened? Um, I adopted a cat, and it's the best cat in the world. It is the cute. I don't like cats. But this cat seems like I could like it. Today, he's A, basically a dog. B, he's two years old. His name is George. He is obsessed with attention, loves his mommy and daddy. And today, and and every day, but today especially, we were cuddling on the couch watching this David Attenborough documentary, which I really Mm. recommend. And... The kitty is like saw us cuddling and got up from his seat like at my feet, walked over and slid himself between Aww. our bodies and then just laid down and fell asleep in, in between our bodies as we cuddled. It was the cutest thing ever. And right now he is, oh my god, sleeping in the cutest way. Un- <laughs> and he's like bonked Joel's baseball hat, and so it's like kind of standing up at a weird angle above his head, like he's as though he's wearing it. Oh my god, that's so cute. It's so cute. Um, 
he might make an appearance, but you won't be able to hear him because he's a cat. Um, mm. <laughs> and let's see what else happened. So I've so I'm now single. Amanda, what are you? <sighs> Married. Whoa. Yeah. So um, Audrey is now single and I am now married. We've gone this into two different got directions. married during a global pandemic, baby. Yes, I did. In a safe way. <laughs> In a safe, super safe way. Um, yeah. So that was amazing. Joel and I are husband and wife. Oh. Um, lots of paperwork has been done. Um, and I have two rings now on my finger instead of just one. And Audrey married us. Yes, I did. I officiated. I can marry anyone if you guys want to get married. Anybody out there. Yeah, yeah. She gets a lot of, like, cool swag that states her certification. Yeah, I have a card. So, I mean, like, I could just bring that to a a known location and marry anybody. Yeah. Um, So, I got married. I got a cat. One of my mice died, everyone. Super sad. Laura passed away. It was such a hard day. Cried a lot. She died in my arms. And then we adopted a new mouse named Helen. Her name's Mm -hmm. Helen Mirren. She's Mm -hmm. tiny. She has white hair and she rocks it just like the real Helen Mirren. And she's bonding very well with our other mouse, Chloe. They are super bonded at this point. They are like attached to the hip. Um, So yeah, that's like pretty much my life now. Yeah, I think that's a good update. That sounds great. That's, I feel like we're both doing pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Um, and so this week, Audrey's going to take the lead on the story. Mm-hmm. And uh, I cannot wait to see what she has. Mm-hmm. So, Audrey, what, what have you got for us today? Okay, well, I don't know how many people have seen this new show on Netflix called The Haunting of Bly Manor. Okay, no, but I really want to. So are you going to spoil this for me? No. Okay, cool. It's not even about Haunting of Bly Manor, but I've been watching it. I'm obsessed with it. Um, but it's the same. Is this like an American Horror Story type thing? Because it's the same yeah. creator as as The Haunting of Hill House, and it's like all the same actors in the same style. Well, I mean, it's the next season. It's season oh. two. But it's like not the same Wait, story. it's... Okay, yeah. Wait, it's, it's just, just season two of A Haunting of Hill House? No, it's like... Okay, it's like American Horror Story, but there's no overarching title. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it, it is American Horror Story, but they're like yeah. separating it into like different cl- buttons that you click with the different images. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, yeah, on Netflix, they are two different things, but I, it's I just not like the same show. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It feels like American Horror Story. That's all I've noticed is that it's all the mm-hmm. same actors, same creator, everything, mm-hmm. and same style, but it's like mm-hmm. a different tv show yeah it's just a different story okay it's the same tv show basically but it's just a new story it's like american horror story completely okay um but i don't know i was really getting into it so i was looking up the true story behind these things um and i actually went back to like the haunting of hill house wait the haunting of hill house isn't based on a real story i know okay can you just let me talk okay yeah okay i can do that (laughs) so i looked up like I didn't know if it was based on a true story. So I looked it up and I found that the author of the book based the house that they made up in this story off a real house mm. in real life. Can you guess what house? Amityville? Mm-mm. 
Okay, wait, let me try two more guesses. Okay. Okay, my second guess is the um, Haunting of Connecticut House. Nope. Okay, that makes sense because I already covered that. Okay, here's my second. Here's my third guess. Okay. A haunted house. The White House. No. Wait, it's... can I have one more guess? Oh, yes. <laughs> the Lizzie Borden House. No. Okay, about <laughs> My story is about the Winchester Mystery House. Uh, okay i think that means you understand <laughs> yes 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 and i watched the movie about this me not too. A really about it but like fictionalized the one helen, with helen helen mirren <laughs> i just oh connected God. that <laughs> um, yes let's go my yes, child's namesake so let's just pretend i knew that um and Okay, so I know you know about this house, but I think it's just so cool, and it's just definitely worth talking about on our podcast. Even so, Bly Manor is based off of it, or is Hill House I based off of it? I think Hill House is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I guess watching this new show, you could kind of say either of them are. It's just <laughs> like, it's just like she was inspired house. by, the writer of Hill House was inspired by that story to write Hill House. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's just get it right into it. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'll cite my sources now. Um, I used winchestermysteryhouse.com. Oh my God. That makes sense. <laughs> Atlas Obscura, Wikipedia. Um, I listened, re listened to the episode from And That's Why We Drink that covered this, which was the first episode of and that's why we drink and yes. that's the third time that i've listened to it um, i will say then, just as like a quick shout out and that's why we drink amazing podcast yeah one of our faves yeah um and there's a couple others but i'll just i'll cite them during the story because it just kind of makes sense that way okay for those who don't know what i'm talking about it's okay i'll start at the very beginning of the story so i'll give background and we'll ease into it in 1886, the, the story starts. It oh my suddenly, god, suddenly I was, was awake. <laughs> suddenly I was awake. Suddenly the story starts um, <laughs> with a woman named Sarah Winchester, who at the time was living in New Haven, Connecticut. Oh my shout god. Shout out to a New England. Wait, but also shout out to Chadwick Stokes, amazing singer-songwriter, folksy person, has a song called New Haven. Really good. Mm. I also, Chadwick he is the head. No, not Chadwick Postman. Although, also, like, quick shout out to <laughs> Chadwick Postman. Quick shout out. That also happened in this. But also, uh, I do love him. So, do I do want to do a quick shout out to him? Um. <laughs> <laughs> also, real note. Shout out. Laugh to through the pain. Um. Anyway, so Sarah was living in New Haven, Connecticut, but she decided to move to San Jose, California. There's a couple reasons behind this move. Uh, her, her husband had died a few years before, closely followed by her husband-in-law, or maybe her husband-in-law, I mean husband-in-law. Did I just say that? <laughs> you said her husband died, quickly followed by her husband-in-law. Okay, well, I meant... <laughs> Her father-in-law, uh, her husband's father, died at around the same time as 
her husband. Wait, so, like, do you think that people who marry multiple people um, call, instead of, like, sister wives or sister or brother husbands, they're, like, my husband-in-law? Because it's, like, your husband married this, or, like, your partner married this person. And Oh, yeah, kind of. Like, when like you- that would be, like, a husband-in-law. Yeah, I mean, like, you're dead, so you can't really talk. Oh, wait, you're not talking about people who died. Okay. No, no, I'm talking about, like... People who are in polyamorous relationships. Oh, no, we're on different pages. (laughs) Okay, yeah, no, I, yeah, sure. That'd be Mm -hmm. a husband-in-law. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we're talking about that. Okay, yep. Um, Anyways, back to your hunch. so back to my first bullet. So, okay, basically, so her husband had died a few years earlier, around the same time as her father-in-law, Mm-hmm. And also around the same time that her daughter, six-week-old daughter, died as well. Like so, so sad. A lot of death, and that was basically her entire family. So she was very lonely, but she did get something out of it. So she actually was married to William Winchester, who was part of the Winchester Repeating Arms Company, or also known as, like, the Winchester Rifle Company, I guess people could think of it that way. Um, The inventors of the Winchester Rifle. You're right. They sold the Winchester Rifle. And then because her father-in-law also died and her husband, she got almost 50% of the company. Damn. From that. Female entrepreneurs, man. Yeah, so she inherited $20.5 million, which... In 1886. So now it was about, like, if it was today, it would be about $543 million. Damn. And because she owned almost 50% of this company, she got about $1,000 a day in income, which is today about $26,000 a day. So she's like, what do I do? I'm by myself. Nothing to do. So, and she's like sad as fuck. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, I would rather have family than money. So, I don't know where I put this bullet, but I remember it. So, she decided to go to Boston and go see. Shout out to Boston. Yes. Um, hometown. No. Is that kind my hometown? Of. Living town? That's where I live. She went to a, um, a medium in Boston just because she wanted to see what would happen. Yes. The medium reportedly summoned her husband and classic through the medium. The husband told Sarah that they had died. Her daughter himself and his father died because of bad juju from selling these guns that are killing people. So what she had to do was move and build a house for these ghosts of these people who died because of these Winchester rifles. And if she did that and kept building and building continuously, she won't she won't be next. She'll like evade death from these ghosts. Mhm. So she basically was told to keep constructing a house and if she stopped constructing it, she would die. So she couldn't stop it for even a second. Man, this woman really like bought all into that too. She really did, because guess what? She did it. She moved to California. She moved to San Jose. 
she bought a house, a farmhouse with eight rooms. Not it's it's big, but it's not, you know, it's it's modest. Yeah, she for someone it. who has like half yeah. a billion dollars. Yeah, for sure. More um, than. So that was in 1886, I believe. By the time she died on September 5th, 1922, which is what like 30 36 years later, she still had that house, but now it is 24,000 square feet. It has over 160 rooms, 40 bedrooms, 10,000 windows, 2,000 doors, 47 fireplaces, six oh kitchens, and 13 bathrooms, and one working toilet. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, there's one toilet. Why? Plumbing she wanted was to just confuse too much. the ghosts. <laughs> I don't know. What would really throw them off their scent? (gasps) Only one toilet. (laughs) How inconvenient was that? Oh my gosh. You could have a huge party, but no one would be able to go to the bathroom. I know. And I just kept thinking about all the construction workers. Like, where do they go? Literally, they all just shit in that. Those pipes must be shot to hell. I know. So the construction never stopped it was 24 hours a day for 36 years until the day she she died the the second they heard the news that she was dead they stopped they're like all right we're out of here and they like literally were in the middle of hammering nails and they're like oh see ya like they're like that's our call that's our yeah and they're like there's nails protruding from the house because they're just like all right we're done and they're still there. Oh you can god. still see them. Yeah. Oh my god. At least get a full day's pay in. I would. I'd be like, um, I want my full eight hours. I don't know. That's why I was thinking too. Like, why wouldn't they want to keep going? But then I'm like, yeah. maybe because they she like paid them herself, so she did like she they wouldn't get paid. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe it was like under the table. Yeah, and plus they were not doing any actual construction. They were just doing. I'll get to that. They're probably okay. like, well, this is useless anyway. So whatever um plus a lot of them actually like were employed by her the entire time like they worked for the all the whole time for her so they were probably pretty sad too when they heard that she died Mm. but i don't know that's just an assumption the this this renovation cost about five million dollars which is a which is like $71 million today, which isn't actually as much as I would think. Yeah, I would expect it to be more than that. Yeah. I think that's just the price of the construction, but I don't actually know. Um, like Yeah, because like, like, that's furniture. only a tiny, tiny, tiny yeah. sliver of her fortune. Yeah. So the weird thing about this house was that she construct she, she was the constructor, like she made all of the floor plans like she was the, the drafter one tell, yeah she was the one to tell them what to do um and she didn't think it through i guess she didn't like plan ahead she was just like oh what should i get them to do like all she wanted them to do was keep working so she was like what can i have them do next so basically by the end it, it was just a huge maze like hallways didn't lead to other places you needed to be like you would open a door and it would literally drop a floor down to, like, the outside. Like, there weren't, like, it didn't make any sense. Like, yeah. no one knew what she was doing. Because she never actually said that there was ghosts haunting her. Like, that's just what people thought. <laughs> right. Because what else would be happening? 
But yeah, there was um, that dead end hallways. There was doors leading to nowhere. There was do- little doors leading to huge sections of the house. There was huge doors leading to a tiny little closet. There was windows built between walls, but not to the outside. And then right. there was windows like didn't go out, didn't like look out into anything. There was skylights that were built below the roof so you could only look up to see the roof there's a skylight like in the middle of two floors so it was just you could like see down yeah it just it didn't make any sense nothing like she would tell them to paint an entire huge room like red and it would take like a thousand gallons of paint and then they would finish and she'd be like okay now paint it white like they mm. she just she just wanted people to keep working yeah um so she was also obsessed with the number 13 um and you can see that throughout the house the windows usually had 13 panes or had some sort of 13 worked into them she had chandeliers that had 13 bulbs even though there was they came with 12 like they she installed a 13th on it or not her, but she had people put a 13th bulb in weird all the staircases had 13 steps per like per section i guess even if it wasn't like a full staircase like if it was a, a tiny staircase she would build tiny steps to make it 13 oh my god yeah so it was a crazy crazy house there was two basements even like it was just it was a wild wild how is there two basements wild. they just Probably like just dug two deeper sections i don't know yeah i, I pictured two separated ones like next yeah. to each other but like in the same depth yeah yeah, 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 that makes sense. Okay. It's like, <laughs> they just kept digging. Oh my god, probably though. So, in 1906, there was a huge earthquake. Um, and I think it was called, like, the San Francisco earthquake of 1906. Um, at the time, the house was seven floors tall. But then that oh when the earthquake, the earthquake came through, it destroyed three of those stories, like, the top three. So, she took that as an omen from, like, the spirits that she, like, didn't, shouldn't build up above that interesting Um, and also she took it as an omen that she wasn't like doing enough for the house so she like like she there's a whole section of the house that she completely sealed off after that earthquake and then just like built other places so she's like okay that wing the wing that was destroyed was supposed to be destroyed because the spirits did that so i'm gonna build somewhere else wow 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 yeah when she died in 1922 she left everything she owned to her niece besides the house. She actually didn't leave the house to anyone. She just didn't even mention it in her will. Um, it's like yeah. the main thing she's focused on in her life. I know. She's like, well, I don't need the house anymore. I'm dead, so spirits can't get me. Mm. But or they already have. True. I mean, she was really old. She was like in her 80s. Damn, that's impressive for that time. I know. Yeah, so I, I guess it worked. I don't know. So she left everything to her niece, and according to some accounts, it took six trucks working eight hours a day for six weeks to remove all the furniture that was in the house. Oh my god. Yeah. She got a lot of stuff. And then the the niece, like, took whatever she wanted, but then, like, sold the rest of it. Yeah. Who needs that much stuff? Holy shit. Where do you even put it while you're waiting to sell it? Uh, I don't know. 
I, yeah. Like, it says, like, someone who's recently moved. That sounds yeah. miserable. That's, well, that's why you hire people. <laughs> I mean, so, if I had that much money, I would. True. But I think her niece had plenty of money after getting Getting everything. everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, she didn't leave the house to anyone, but the appraisers came and they were like, well, this is worthless <laughs> because <laughs> cause who would buy this? It doesn't, it's not practical in any sense. Like, you uh-huh. can't live in it. It only has one toilet. Yeah, which it was not. They they sold it for $135,000. What? Which is still a lot of money for back back in the 1920s. Was that like probably 500,000? Yeah, probably a little more. But um but I think it was selling for the land. I think it was like 160 acres of land. Oh shit. Yeah, it was huge. The person who owned it after this, they leased it off to these people named John and Mame Brown. Um, and they leased it for 10 years until they bought it. And then that's when they opened it up for the public for tours. What were they doing with it, like, before they, like, in, during those 10 years? I think they were living in it. What? Yeah. I mean, it was a livable house. They had plenty of places to go. It's just, like, yeah, they were probably just, like, like very interested in what was going on yeah i guess it's like a cool house to have if you're like into quirky architecture yeah i mean it's a really cool house if you think about it but like not i wouldn't live in it but i would definitely go visit to yeah it sounds scary as fuck i would not live in it yeah i'm pretty sure they stopped living in it when they opened it up for tours but anyway so those are the facts about this story okay these are the cold hard facts yeah i mean Warm, what the what I said about the, the house, like the numbers and stuff, like it's not a fact that she was building this to escape the ghosts. <laughs> right, That's right, just right. The it's rumors. a fact that she thought she was. <laughs> I don't know if she even like. I don't even know if she thought if she that's was. That's confirmed. Yeah, um, she could just be, you know, bored. But I did think I do think she did go to a, a medium. Like I okay. think that's a fact. So. It's a good it's a good assumption to make. Okay. But so the rest of the story was not proven. It just it's a huge mystery. This house is just like a wonder because of the mystery that surrounds it. Not necessarily the ghost, but just the fact that it was built in the first place in the right. length it took. Um someone's blasting music out of their car in the parking lot. Happens a lot. I think that there are like drug deals going down in my parking lot. But mm, whatever. I doubt that's the people that are blasting music. It seems like a good way to Oh, tra- no. Tra- I, don't, I don't think that's them. But there's always just random cars in the parking lot, just like people sitting in their cars, like waiting. One time, um, someone was sitting like in their car waiting, and like Megan and I were just bored, so we were looking at them and just seeing what they would do. They got out, opened their trunk took out an empty suitcase stuffed a bunch of random like clothes like fur coats whatever like didn't fold them just stuff them in closed suitcase and then like a guy walked away (laughs) from the car yeah with the suitcase yeah okay sure yeah i was just like that's why i was like maybe there's like some sort of transactions going on i don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh, whatever um it happens to each their own 
Um, anyway, so let's get to let's get to the ghosts. Yeah, let's get to it. Yes. Ooh, I hated that. Oof. God, I hate that. Um. So first, people say they hear footsteps walking to and from Mrs. Winchester's room, which she actually didn't live in the house for the last like sixteen years. Oh. But she would go every day and visit and like make sure they were still constructing. Like she just wanted to make sure that nothing was stopping. But I don't think she actually lived in the house. Like, I don't think she ever lived in the house for the last 16 years. Hmm. Um, which is it was just, like, way too impractical for an old lady. Yeah, I would think so. And, like, doors opened up to, like, a death drop. So. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely impractical for an old lady. Yeah. I'm just, like, picturing Helen Mirren right now. <laughs> in the big black dress. Just, like, oh, scary. Just, like, around. Oh, wrong door. <laughs> wrong lever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, so, this is, like, the biggest ghost story. Like, okay. the, the one most people see. So, it's this guy with black hair and a mustache and white overalls and a boater hat. I don't know what that is. You said boner hat? Boater. Okay. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Um, but no cigar. They often see him. His name is Clyde. They often see him with a wheelbarrow or mm. fixing a fireplace in the ballroom. Oh, he's so helpful. Yeah. He he was probably one of the longtime workers there. Um, actually, so the story behind this is like when more recent years they were doing work um, on the house and the guys kept going, like, kept seeing this guy, but they thought he was a worker. They just, like, didn't really what? acknowledge him. They were just, like, just knew he was there. And then one time, a guy asked, like, the main, like, the one that's in charge, like, the manager or whatever. They were like, so who is this guy? Like, I I keep seeing him, but I don't, like, I don't really, like, ever see him. Like, I don't know who he is. And the guy's like, who? And, like, he described him, and he's like, I don't, like, no one like that works here. And they're all That's like, what? so creepy. And then they, they saw a picture. Like, they're still, like, old pictures from, like, mm-hmm. back when the house was being built. And they saw him in the picture. <gasps> and he was, like, one of the original workers. They're like, this is the guy that we keep seeing. Oh, my God. That's so scary. Yeah. And people still say they see him. So I think he's, like, the one to look out for if you ever go visit Clyde. Oh, my God. That's so scary. But also, like, nice that he's not an evil ghost. I know. He's just, just like, I'm just gardening still. Yeah. And they, like, literally thought he was working because he had a wheelbarrow and they were, like, doing similar work to that. So they're just, yeah. they just didn't really think about it. What uh, Yeah. That's um, crazy. So there's also this thing called the Hall of Fires. And it's, they call it that because it's just basically a hall full of fireplaces. Oh, my God. And a popular person to see there is actually sorry i read that wrong there was an actual person (laughs) like an actual worker present day was working on um one of the fireplaces not the ghost and he felt someone tap his shoulder so he like turned around and no one was there so he just kind of wrote it off as him feeling things that weren't there and then he kept working and then he felt like a full-on hand on his back and he turned oh around, 
and no one was there again and so he just he took off he was just like i'm out oh my god I'm not i would come back here I absolutely would yeah. do that he's like i don't care i'm i quit i don't know if yep. he actually quit but he he left the room yeah um, i would too Holy yeah shit. i would too goosey then during the 1906 earthquake actually the damage that like took place to the house took place like the damage that was inflicted that upon the house <laughs> the, phrase. the damage that was that was coming upon the house <laughs> in the damage <laughs> in the damage they um the room that mrs winchester like currently was standing in was completely like blocked off with all the like rubble and she was wait what like she She just like she was was, in that wing and then the okay yeah she was like stuck in the house like in the room she couldn't get out because there was just debris like piled up in front of the door oh my god that's so scary yeah so like the people had to go come and dig her out and she was so scarred that she like sealed off that room and never went back in and like uh, like sealed off the entire wing so and that was like for her whole life it was sealed off she's like too close too close yeah she's like nope 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 close call i don't blame her but like now like present day they were unsealing it and they like found first of all they found this room and apparently in the room there was like a chair and a doll and that was it (gasps) yeah ew 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 yeah um but then very recently they opened up this this room that she was stuck in originally and one of the workers was doing a tour and she like brought people into this room was like about to like begin explaining what the room was and then she heard like a loud sigh from outside so she went out like out of the side of the room so she went out to like get the person to come in because like she thought it was just a strike a person that was on the tour and no one was there but then she like looked over down the hall and she saw this like ghostly figure mm. going around the corner mm. and so she ran after it and then she like lost it but then she heard another really loud sigh um wow opposite of what i would have done yeah yeah i don't know what i would have done in that i haven't been in that situation i probably would have run away <laughs> i'm That's just always going to assume that i would run away yeah so people think that that was Sarah kind of leaving the room to hide from the tourists because they thought, they, like, assumed maybe Sarah's ghost was hiding in that wing or that room to stay away from all the people that were coming and mm. going. Um, and that mm. was her kind of leaving. Mm. Um, their surveillance video, like an actual video of the mansion, and at 3.45 in the morning one day, you oh my can god, see... it's the devil's hour or the witching yeah. hour or whatever. Yeah. You can see a figure holding a light walk up to the balcony, stay there for like a few seconds, and then walk away. I don't know <gasps> if it was holding a light or if it was the light, but I could kind of see it as like holding the light. But if you go to um, Five Spooky Tale, do you have your computer on you? Yeah, I'm using it to talk to you. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Five Spooky Tales Famous Winchester Mystery House. Okay, I'm going to do my phone so I don't have to, like, I can still see you. Okay. Five Spooky Tales? Mm-hmm. Famous Winchester Mystery House. It's on thepatch.com, or just patch.com. Okay. Okay. 
Wait, where am I supposed to be looking? At the oh. oh, okay, wait, wait. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? It's wild. Wait, I wanna watch that again. <gasps> it's the leaving that is scary. Yeah, cause it doesn't like move in like, it glides. It, it glides in like, step. Yeah, so, oh my god, that's, oh god, that gave me chills. It looks like it's holding, like, a lantern or something. Yeah, like a lantern or a flashlight aimed directly yeah. at the camera, and yeah, it's like, it walks out. Uh -huh. It's like walking out along the oh, balcony, so and it has, quick. like, a, it's like, kind of like a bob, like a normal walk. It has, yeah. like, this movement to it that looks like a human walking. But then suddenly it, like, kind of holds in one spot, and then it just, like, moves back completely back and out of view uh -huh. but it happens so smooth and so yeah, fast that's like, what it, it's like yeah it's quick and then it just and then it just looks like it's flying backwards yeah oh my god that's so scary okay okay where's my phone let's see yeah so look at this picture now so this was taken by the public relations coordinator for um the house because he was just taking pictures to like start advertising and he uh -huh. was looking at them and he thought that there was like a reflection of clouds in the window and then he <gasps> zoomed in oh my god it's so Stop. terrifying <gasps> what the fuck is so that? if you guys just google like um figure in window of winchester mystery house let me just make sure oh my um, god it's so scary it's so scary what it's like definitely v blurry but yeah. it's like clearly potentially a woman i think a woman in like mm -hmm. a dress mm -hmm. yeah oh my god it's, yeah ew, 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 if, yeah if you go if you look up figure in window winchester mystery house it's the one that says hidden in the clouds it's actually on the winchester mystery house website in like a blog form <sighs> It does look like it could be clouds. But then like it's so, it's just like the out, it's like a general structure of a person. But it's also like, like not, you can see the clouds in in other windows and it doesn't look the same. It's more Yeah, it's like white. so prominent. Yeah. And it doesn't really end. It like has, it's like yeah. halfway down the window. Yeah. What the fuck? It's, it's creepy. Oh my God, it's so scary holy shit that video is so freaky i genuinely didn't think like i i just feel like that video is like proof that there are ghosts <laughs> i know right i mean like could be a person like broken but also the movement out of screen yeah. makes no sense so creepy um finally a maintenance worker named denny heard footsteps one morning when he was entering the water tower on the property so he went upstairs um because you're not allowed like, people aren't allowed to be in the water tower, so he went up just to, like, tell them, hey, like, you're not supposed to be here. But he kept walking up the stairs, and the foot the footsteps were just, like, equally above him the whole time until he got to the roof, and he got up to the roof and no one was there. What? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Just another little, like, fun tidbit. There, so that's like the ghosts. That's those are like the most popular ghost stories. There's definitely like a lot of other little things that happen, like people on tours take pictures and they see ghosts 
or what they think is ghosts in the pictures. So if you go on tour, take a picture. Maybe you can find something. Be interesting. Um, it's like a super beautiful house. It is a really cool house. Like even if you're not into ghosts, then why are you listening to this podcast? But also, like <laughs> it's just a really cool. It's like a maze of a house, and it's just this like the theory of it is really cool too. Um. There's also a theory that Sarah is part of a secret society, such as the Freemasons, or a mystic society, such as the Rose... I don't know how to say this. <laughs> Classic. Rosicrucians. I don't Do know, know that. that is. I don't no. know anything there. Um, I'm sorry I didn't have time to look up, like, really what those things are. But sounds like a cool other episode we could do. Yeah. Um, so, but basically that theory is based on the suggestion that she was doing this, all of these designs as like a puzzle filled with encryptions that were based on the philosopher Francis Bacon. So she was just like kind of making it, her house into a puzzle, um, mm. which is kind of cool. Like, yeah, like I'm that. into it. I believe okay. it. I totally buy that. Yeah. Um, but yes, of course, most people think that she was doing this to confuse the ghosts that haunt her, haunt her there. So, this house actually inspired the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney. Which oh, no I way. love. Oh, it's one of my favorite rides. Love it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, the Mythbusters came to the Winchester Mystery House, and I think they did something about, like, how, like, you sweat when you're scared, like, how it's different. Uh-huh. So, they watched a scary movie in the ballroom um and gathered sweat samples off their bodies <laughs> oh my god oh, yes love the mythbusters ghost it's adventures so taped an episode about the winchester house so check that out and of course there is the movie winchester starring helen mirren let's the mouse, go and the mouse, my mouse on, is in it it was filmed on the property too which is pretty cool um it was featured on the hundredth episode of american horror story and, of course, it was the inspiration, or said to be the inspiration behind The Haunting of Hill House. And that is the Winchester Mystery House. Wow. It's so cool. I want to go so bad. Me too. Next time we're in California, just, like, stopping by, let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Next time we are on the other side of this country, let's do it. Yeah, like, maybe once we can travel again, we'll see. Yeah, into I it. Have so many travel plans, though. It's just, like... Every single time I like, hear about anything, I'm like, oh, after COVID, let's go. <laughs> yeah, 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 literally. I'm looking at these photos, and it's, like, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. But also creepy on the inside, beautiful on the outside. They do midnight, or they do, like, dark flashlight tours during the <gasps> Halloween season. Oh, my God, that's so scary. Yeah, I would do There's, that. like, many, many weddings that happen here, which that's is, like, cool. super weird. Weird, but cool. Yeah, I'd say it's highly weird. Highly weird. Um, <laughs> wow, so I, okay. That's really creepy. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. It's a cool story. Um, I forgot about the giggle that we usually do. Are we still doing that? I also forgot about the giggle. So I've been thinking about what I will say. Um, I'll do a office episode because I memorized that. Um, because <laughs> I've memorized that. Let's do season three, episode twenty-eight, I believe. 
I don't know if we've done this one already, but I love it. It's Beached Games. Oh my god. Such a great good episode. It's when Pam, just, like, really, just like... Put, drink some water so it slides down your gullet easier. That's what she said. <laughs> That's what she said. I, I just... Any, any, any office. Now that Parks and Rec is off of Netflix, which I'm still mad about, and Hulu. So sad. Watch. And it took me literally two seconds to get a Peacock subscription, even though I'm, like, I saw very against the fact that they are... I mean, I understand, like, the importance of deconsolidating businesses... But it really benefits the consumer. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I did a whole my entire senior thesis on this, so mm-hmm. I'm well I educated, mean, Amanda. I get it. You're like definitely smarter than me. Actually, I was just talking to Michaela the other day about how you are the sm- or how I'm the dumbest in the family. What? Yeah. How? I'm definitely less smart than you and definitely less smart than Andrew. But you have a different kind of smart than Andrew. I know. We have you, have, you have the same kind of, like, you and Andrew have way more, like, um, technical math and science True. smart than I do. Yeah. Like, you're way smarter than, like, I'm smarter than you with numbers and finance. And mm-hmm. you're smarter than me with, like, pretty much all the other subjects. Maybe not science, but, like, everything else. Probably not science. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We're back at it. Very excited. Next time I record, I hope it's um, maybe uh, above a whisper for me. That's yeah, well, next time mine. we record is going to be in two minutes. So well, yeah. don't expect so, much. <laughs> and the one after that, um, maybe we'll do, like, a weekday. A yeah. week. Or maybe I can even, like, go visit you at some point. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you liked this episode, um, please, please, please rate rate us on Apple Podcasts um, and subscribe because it's, like, a huge benefit. It's really helpful to us. Um, And go give us a follow on on, um, Instagram when I open podcast. Um, What else do we have? We have an email address. It's uh, when I open pod. Oh, it's OEO pod. Oh, it's OEO pod. Wow. Got to get back into this. You can <laughs> send us that email. Um, yeah. Email us with your questions, topic suggestions, episode suggestions, um, questions you want us to answer. Yeah. Email us. OEO pod at gmail.com. Yeah. And like we're pretty much open books. Like we will are unlike the other catholic irish catholics in our family and we like to talk about things so ask us anything yeah pretty much down to talk about anything i talk about sex and sexual health for a living so yeah if you can talk about sex for a living you can talk about anything yeah um what else do we have uh one um, open podcast on twitter i think <laughs> oh we do have a twitter wow we really gotta get back in that game <laughs> But yeah, just just keep listening. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>